I'm not conceited. I'm convinced. And I'm Michael Hutchinson. And and this is the show. And you're, it is. and you're not you're not Vince. You're Michael. How's things, man? Uh, it's going pretty good. I should we should actually say they need to leave comments on uh, iTunes for us at the beginning. Also, say it, why? Because you think people don't make it to the end. It's of the just show? in case they don't. I, if if you if you hate our show, like our show, give leave, us some comments. Leave your comments and suggestions on iTunes as, uh, if you hate it or like it. Yeah, or just you know have heard it. Because what if they? Yeah, what if they don't make it to the very end and they they don't know they can leave comments. So you, you, what do you think they commit for like 15 minutes and the, that's it? Well, I don't know. I, we don't have to do it this time. We don't have to tell them to leave comments on this one, but maybe a following one, maybe in the beginning, we should tell them to leave comments. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that. All right. So tip for next time. We'll, we'll put, leave your comments and suggestions at iTunes at, for us at the beginning. Yeah. <clears throat> do we say it again at the end? Well, we probably should, I uh, guess. So we'll do both. Repart- Department of Redundancy department. The, I think there that'll help. That'll work. <laughs> Uh, so what's new? What's what's exciting? Uh, with me, actually, not too much. You just came back from a trip somewhere. I did. I just came. I came back from Costa Rica. Um, Is that one of the and, U.S. states? Uh, no, we don't own it. No, not yet. No, but they don't. You know, they uh, they don't have a military. Uh, they are uh, south of Nicaragua, Nicaragua, and north of uh, uh, Panama. They have no military. Uh, they put their money into uh, education and the kids. Problem is, uh, we've talked about this previously on the show uh, about uh, educating all of America, and then uh, you know, you what do you do? You have to have worker bees, uh, and uh, Costa Rica sort of suffers from that. Uh, Bunch have, of thinkers, no workers. Yeah, we have a friend down there who is a uh, veterinarian, and he went to school. Uh, his entire uh, uh, college degree to become a veterinarian cost him four thousand dollars. Everything else subsidized by the government. So nice. Yeah. Four years of college, four grand, and that included housing that, I mean, it's, you know, it's amazing what they do for, uh, their, uh, um, citizens, uh, to, you know, make them smarter. But they also like, he had to go when he came to visit America, which is how we met him, how Deanna met him. Uh, he had to go through six months of jumping through hoops to get the exit visa. So the country educates its people, but then won't let them leave. Well, that makes sense though. I mean, you, you invest in them. You want, you, okay. you want to pay out. So you have an entire country of smart people and no worker bees. Uh, of course that's not true. There are plenty of uh, people there that are uh, poor and desolate. It is a third world country. Um, and $4,000, I guess is even though it's cheap to us here in America, even, even though even someone on welfare, four years of college education, $4,000 is cheap. So by no matter way you look at it that's fucking dirt cheap but i guess there it's you know that's a lot of money um you're a good job there pays like 500 dollars a month so uh and that's what you would live on um <clears throat> that being said there i there were no i saw no beggars i had nobody asked me for money while we were there uh and no homeless people uh which is kind of weird i we stayed with our friend one night um, so we were in his like little town, which is by no means a touristy area. I mean, we lived like the locals live for that night uh, in the little the, the neighborhood in the way that it is. Uh, and I didn't get any indication like it is here where you've got, you know, 50 Hispanics living in one house. Uh, it was just just regular like, you know, two, three person families. Um, and I, you can I guess a house maybe in his neighborhood. Uh, fifteen hundred square foot, three bedroom or so is probably like sixty, seventy grand. So it's like living in Palmdale or living in the Midwest, 
So is he made good money then? Because I mean, he does okay. He's not. It's a it's a different way of life. His he bought he okay the house he grew up when with in with his parents. He bought the house next door to it, and that is his veterinary clinic. And unlike here, where you like, I couldn't put a veterinary clinic next door. Uh, there you can. You can just create a business anywhere. So he bought the house next door and converted most of it to uh, his veterinary clinic and then uh, kept a bedroom and part of the backyard, or I guess the whole backyard. It's very strange that they don't have front yards and backyards like we do, just the way their architecture sort of is. Um, but uh, it's almost like it's almost like apartment or condo living, but they're not. They're houses and they're individual, but they are right up next to each other. Um, and they're just all like that in in the typical neighborhoods. So when almost you, like a duplex, almost a common wall, but not quite. Yeah, well, actually, the house next door to his did have a common wall, and that's not unheard of. It was two separate owners, two separate, uh, you know, I guess constructed. Uh, they weren't constructed at the same time, but whoever constructed the house the, uh, the continued just start used off of his neighbor's wall, just continued <laughs> on. And that sort of, I'm going to save 25% by using this guy's wall. All right. That, that sort of thing is fine. Um, so he uh, kept a bedroom and the backyard where he keeps his dog and then knocked a hole, knocked a doorway into his parents' house. So he sort of doesn't live at home, but he still lives at home. He has no kitchen. Mom and dad, he eats, he comes in and he eats mom and dad's food. And based on their culture, but he can bring the whores back to his, own he brings room. the whores back to his side. Exactly. He can bring the women back to his side. Um, and it's a clinic. Like it's a whole, uh, it's just like a veterinary hospital that you would, that we would go into here. Um, but, uh, yeah, their, their culture, uh, his parents, I don't think by any means have any like, Oh my God, my son still lives at home. They're very happy that, like you would like he would open up there and then maybe he would have a kid and his kid would buy the house the next to that and so on and so forth. Use that, a common wall there too. <laughs> there isn't on that side, but you get the drift. So, uh, he, you know, he may work Monday, Tuesday. Now this is, I mean, it's a full blown clinic. Looks exactly like one that we would walk into here. He works by himself. He has no receptionist, no other help. He does all procedures, surgeries, everything all by himself. Um, but, you know, he may not work on Tuesday. You know, he, he makes his, tries to build his appointments in, you know, one day or in a couple of days. Uh, and Isn't doing uh, surgeries be hard with one person? It's very difficult. And we discussed that. And he's just made it work because he's, he main, he's got to maintain uh, anesthesia and, you know, cut open the animals and he has no assistant. Occasionally, if something is uh, very difficult. Mom! There you Mom! go. There you go. Um yeah, his mom is a nurse, um, so I'm sure there's been more than one occasion that she, she's she been brought in to help. Uh, sweet lady, sweet family, great people. Uh, yeah, So, it, but he'll take Tuesday off. And, and so whose house did you stay in? Because he had we, one room. We actually stayed in his parents' house, and his parents, uh, this was interesting too, what would have been, been their backyard became enclosed, but then they built a room above the house, uh, in that area and sort of above their bedroom. So hard to explain and so hard to imagine, but the room that we stayed in was like a metal constructed, for lack of better explanation, like a metal constructed garden shed on the roof with windows. 
but well-constructed, like insulated. But if you sort of looked at it, there was a metal staircase that went up to it. It was very strange. And that's one of the things like Costa Rica that I was interested in appreciate is that the, the architecture, the, the building codes, the way things are done, it's, it's nothing like here. I mean, it just, do they have codes or just like, ah, I'm, uh, I'm going to build a shed on my uh, roof. And- apparently they do. And, uh, they're, uh, apparently they're fairly strict and it takes a long time to get through a lot of the code process is what I found out when, uh, when we got roped into the timeshare conversation. But I guess that that's before this. And I guess we'll talk about that. Um, uh, anyway, the, the place that we stayed the most of the time, which was a timeshare, they didn't have wooden front doors. They had like uh, aluminum framed patio doors that opened, that didn't slide, but they opened and closed. Uh, and everything was single pane glass. So at first I'm like, well, I guess you guys don't really care about, you know, the environment because, you know, it's the buildings are built out of block. That's their main form of construction is, is just block and cement. Uh, and then these like aluminum windows, they don't use things like, like I say, a dual pane glass for insulation. There is no insulation because the walls are all block. Their air conditioners aren't like ours where we have like a compressor outside. They have these like wall units, not really window units, but these wall units that I go to a compressor that hangs off the building. This is weird stuff. And a lot of, a lot of places are like that. Although most homes, including his, uh, didn't have air conditioning. Um, they, it, it just doesn't, I guess it doesn't really get as hot and miserable, uh, as it does here or they just deal with it. They're just more used to it. They suck it up. Unlike us Americans. Yeah. Unlike <laughs> us Americans who are pussies. So, uh, we got there, uh, we, we flew to Florida and then flew over to there, picked up our rental car and headed to our timeshare. Costa Rica has no addresses. There's no address system, no street address system. Uh, streets don't have names. They, there's, there's many, there are some streets, major streets that have names. Most streets do not have names. There are highways, but not, not like what we would think of like a, a freeway or a highway where you have an on-ramp and you do 55, but more like a, a rural highway where you'll come into stoplights. Uh, those highways, according to the maps, have numbers, you know, the number 21, the number 151, but the locals do not know what those numbers are. They look at you confused when you're like, so I go back to the 21. They don't know what the hell you're, you're talking about. Like, so GPS is your friend there? Uh, yeah. Some <laughs> gringo named it the 21 at some point didn't tell the locals and they're just like, <laughs> And to the locals, is you go to the Super Compro uh, and you make a right, and then you go down to the gas station. You'll see it; it's the only one on your left, uh, and then you'll turn there. And that's it's that's your directions. Those are the crazy directions. So there's no addresses. We have a general idea because I I looked at it on Google Maps. I looked at it on my phone, so I have a general idea where I'm going. Um, Playa del Coco, which is. Uh, is the other thing. Everything is Playa del this, Playa del Flamingo, Playa del Tamarindo, Playa del. Just fucking drop the Playa del. Just call it Coco nice, Tamarindo. Yeah, but everything becomes Playa del, and and it just gets it's become so overused. Um, when you start to get into uh, like Monteverde is a famous city there. Um, uh, was it uh, La Fortuna? Everything becomes uh, oh El the Arenal. Volcano Arenal. That's a big thing. One of their big volcanoes. They have like 300 volcanoes in the 
country, but only uh, like seven of them are active or something like that. Uh, when you're around there, every business is called uh, Volcano Era Now Sports, Volcano Era Now uh, Restaurant, Era Now. It's got to be a great phone book, huh? <sighs> there is no phone book because there's no addresses. Um, so uh, the addresses are like this. They're based on, like I said, Super Compro, which is their supermarket. Super buy Compro. Uh, their addresses are 50 yards south of Super Compro. It's all based on landmarks. That's how the post office and UPS and FedEx deliver shit. If you write out the address and you're sending it to uh, Michael Hutchinson, it's Michael Hutchinson, 50 yards south of Super Compro, uh, Guanacosta, Liberia, uh, Costa Rica, or Playa del Coco, Costa Rica. That's the address. It's so it's so fucking insane. It's just crazy that how they don't have an address system there. But and maybe it's crazy that we do. I no, I don't think so. I think it's far more efficient. Seems to be than we working do. for them. Uh, yeah, well, it's still a third. It world hasn't country. changed. Of course, we're a third world country. We just think we're a first world country. Um. Anyway, uh, uh, we get our car and we get directions and we have our the GPS on the phone, um, which is what we used. Uh, make our way into Playa del Coco. Uh, we, we get there and we're like, okay, where is it? Looking at the map, we turn left. Um, and we drive about 20 miles to the South, finally stop when we've given up, find a place that explains to us that the place that we turn left, we were only about two blocks away. So we have to go back that 20 miles, which these are 20 miles on these little one way, like Topanga Canyon, people down in Midwest or whatever, I have no reference for that. Uh, windy, uh, one way in each direction roads with houses here and there on the side. So we make our way back to where we turn left and it's a couple of blocks up our timeshare, which was, it was, uh, Deanna's parents time. Well, as Deanna's parents have timeshares and when you have timeshares as, as you are a timeshare owner, Yes, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, that's what everybody can't get rid of it. Now. That's what everybody fucking says. It was great for a while until the uh, fees went up, and now it sucks. Um, your timeshare is in Vegas, right? In my timeshare is so. If anyone needs a timeshare in Vegas, contact. <laughs> that's right. Leave your comments, suggestions, um, timeshare if you want it. Info at yeah. Uh, Deanna's aunt and uncle have a timeshare in Florida that they can't get rid of because uh, the the fees cost more than the timeshare is worth. Yes. Then that's, so the that's time share at the place, time it wasn't Vegas was great. I think I was paying when we first bought it. It was like $300 a year, which isn't bad. Now it's 800, I think. Yeah. Because more people who foreclose on their timeshares, then it gets, it rises for everybody else. So we get screwed. Um, and if you give up your timeshare for, they won't take it back. You can't sell it. You can let it foreclose, I guess, uh, or not pay it or whatever, but then you're dinging your credit. Yeah, ours is already paid off. Ours is totally paid off. Yeah, we, just if, to, we just have to pay the fees. And be, if, if we don't pay the fees, we lose all our money that we've already invested in it. Yeah, but and your credit gets dinged. Uh, probably because I don't pay. You don't pay the, the fees. fees. You're yeah. obligated to pay it. So you, your credit gets fucked to lose this thing. It, they're they're horrible. But her parents have them. They've been, I don't know, they've been decent for her parents. We went to Aruba on a timeshare. Uh, we're using one of their timeshares. We're actually going to Hawaii uh, in November. We've right. used ours, and it has worked out okay. Yeah. But the fees are just getting ridiculous. At six hundred dollars, I could go and rent a cat, or you know, for say, Big Bear, I can rent a cabin for six hundred bucks for a week. Right. That's the big thing. Is like, what did you originally pay for the timeshare, or how uh, much was it? I think we paid. I think we paid eight thousand for it. Okay. Uh, you know, to sink 
eight, a lot of people are like 10 to 30, but to sink $8,000 into something and then you have your yearly fees, by the time all is said and done, I would rather just drop two grand at some fucking hotel somewhere, worst case scenario, and be able to choose wherever the hell I want to stay, not be locked into a timeshare that you know, has, is going to keep track of my towels and monitor my glassware and all See, that. See, we've never actually had shit. that problem when we've stayed in timeshares. They just let us go. They just check us out. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, we stayed. And they've in, always been good. Our exchanges have always been good. Uh, you know, Carrie did have an issue at one point when she went to Hawaii and I called them up and I talked to them, told them we have a five star and they upgraded her right away. Mm. Well, anyway, uh, we used it, one of their timeshares. And uh, that, that was where we were staying. It, uh, the, the website, that, which was checked a few days before we left, uh, clearly said that they had uh, Wi-Fi, uh, which, you know, the, the scam of hotels these days is uh, they list all their amenities. They list that they have beds and they have TVs and they have high-speed Internet. But then you find out when you arrive that you have to pay for the high-speed Internet, which usually sucks. Uh, so we arrived and I asked if how much the high speed internet was, or if there was a password or what I had to do and found out that, uh, Oh no, we don't have high speed internet. Well, it's, it's in do your you have slow speed internet. <laughs> do you have internet? <laughs> it's in your brochure. Oh no, it broke two months ago. And, uh, uh, yeah, we just took it out. <laughs> I need, I need three no things. customer service. No, co- they don't, oh, they don't care. customer service is shit. Well, yeah, well, they try they they are nice and they smile at you. And I guess to some extent, you know, they're it's a meaningless job that they that a lot of people are probably overeducated for um that they uh um it, they don't make as much money as we do. They're not accustomed to uh the American way of thinking of, you know, we demand to have everything. Um, you know, oh, what do you mean? There's no down pillows in the room. What the, where the fuck is HBO and send HBO West? What are you talking about? Um, shit like that. So it's a more laid back lifestyle and all right, fine. I mean, even our friend Christian takes just this clinic is closed. It, sometimes it's open on Tuesday, but today it's closed because <laughs> Christian went surfing or took us up and went hiking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, but that's the life there. And if you come to the clinic with your sick dog, I had teased Deanna. I was like, what happens if Christian takes the day off and like someone arrives at the clinic and he's not there. So their dog dies. Then it's your fault that Christian went to take a sightseeing (laughs) that someone's dog died. Um, so, but there's other clinics around for the people who were bothered by that. Anyway, uh, there's no high speed internet and they took it out two months ago. Um, and for me, I need a quiet place to sleep. I need high speed internet and I need a TV. Those, I mean, that's the main requirement. So I need a, I need a place to shit and shower, but uh, I don't really care how big the room is. I don't really care about the view, and all these four star amenities. All this, I mean, I need a, a super eight, a Motel Six is you know generally enough as long as they're quiet. Uh, so one of the three things, thirty percent of what I want, a third of what I need out of a, a vacation place, they're not providing. Yet they said they did. Yet they said they did. So then they told us bait and oh, switch. But our our club, our clubhouse, has uh, internet access. So uh, if you want access to the clubhouse, it's like $15 a day. Uh, or if you come to our free breakfast uh, seminar, we'll, you can use the clubhouse for the week for free, which is the fucking timeshare. <laughs> and I've, you, when we've gone used timeshares before, like in Aruba or, or in Williamsburg, um, I've managed to not be part of the the timeshare spiel. So 
fine. I mean, we have no options. And we had decided that we were probably going to stay a few other locations. We were going to drive around and stay a few other locations anyway. So it is what it is. You got to deal with it. Um, so she says, she says, your room's not ready. Uh, it'll be ready in a little bit. Um, why don't you have a free lunch on, a, uh, you know, come over and have a free lunch. And I said, a free lunch. You know, I was surprised fucking lunch, but I guess food is cheap. So I was like free lunch. And she says, yeah, free lunch. And I said, okay. So they took us in the restaurant and, uh, you know, I later found out that you don't tip in Costa Rica because they had 10% to every bill. The, the servers are already going to get 10%. So they don't strive to uh, take care of you. There's service just fucking sucks. We sat there for, they brought us these uh, fruity drinks and then we sat there for like 15 minutes. And finally I'm like, can we get a menu? And they were like surprised. So they brought us a menu. Damn Americans. Want, want, want. Right. And we ordered from it and, um, you would have thought that we ordered something that needed an hour's worth of preparation, but it was very simple. Like I think I had pasta and chicken and I forget what Deanna had, but it took like 45 minutes to, for the food to show up. Uh, and then after it shows up, um, they come back in to take us to, uh, to our room. And I was like, okay, do we do anything about the bill? And he's looking at me confused. Actually, I need to rewind a little bit. Um, the guy who runs it is about 25 years old, uh, as white as white can be with blonde hair from Washington. Guy who runs the clubhouse or the timeshare? The runs the timeshare. He runs Bahia Turquesa timeshares. I don't even know what the fuck that means, but even when we booked it, it sounded like a terrible place to stay. (laughs) Bahia Turquesa. What the fuck does Turquesa mean? Might as well have just called it Playa del Coco, which it used to be called. It was like Cocoa Beach uh, Resort, Cocoa Beach or something like that. But they changed their name because they had had so many bad reviews and it went under new management. So this kid's the new management. Um, and there's a lot of Americans who have moved to Costa Rica. A lot of people speak English there. The Costa Ricans have... It's supposed know, to be beautiful down there, so yeah. It's beautiful. It can be very inexpensive. You can get a uh, three-bedroom, two-bath, 1,800-square-foot house on the beach for four or $500,000. I did have a friend who was Peace Corps who got moved down there, and she loved it. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a great life. It's a great place. You can It, it can be fantastic. Surfing every day. Mm-hmm. And that's what people are doing. So, and, he, you know, he's down there surfing. He's got some of his other buddies there. So, I mean, these are the whitest gringos that could be. I mean, they're literally just fucking pale white and uh, blonde. Like, they... If if they don't put on protection, they're going to melt in the sun. That's how white they are. So uh, he comes in to get us, and I was like, well, do you take care of the bill? Should I leave a tip? What? This is our first experience. And he's looking at me confused. And I said, she said, uh, it asked us if we wanted a free lunch. And so I figured you were, what do you want to do? She said that? And I was like, yeah. And they're all looking at me shocked. And the restaurant owner was like, sometimes when things get screwed up, they do this. So then they go get her, and she comes in, and she says, no, I said free punch. And actually she says free lunch. And I was like, yeah, free lunch. And then she starts emphasizing punch. And I, so which was the drinks that they first brought us. So now I'm like, oh, that's why they didn't bring us a menu because they thought we were just here for the free punch. But, you know, I repeated it to her. I went back and forth. So that's my first experience. I'm annoyed. And, um, and <laughs> So you had to pay for your meal. I paid for the meal, which was okay. It was like 30 had to eat bucks. Anyway. Yeah, I had to eat anyway. And and I was surprised when she said free lunch, but and I, when she said it, I repeated it. Free lunch? And I emphasized that. You want to fucking, I enunciate just like I do on the show. I do it in real life. 
Um, I don't mumble much. Maybe I do. Maybe you can write in and leave a comment about that. The motherfucker, you do mumble all that. I don't know what the <laughs> well, hell you're talking me. about. Michael let, mumbles all the time. Let Michael talk because we understand him. So so we go up to our room. It's it's okay. It's nothing special. It's fucking hot. Um, there, no one turned turned on the air. You know, No one knew we were coming, I guess, uh, to prep that room and turn on the air conditioner. The fucker's hot. So I turn on both ACs. But they were prepping it. I thought it wasn't ready yet. <laughs> I turn on both ACs. Um, they want I, to get you for the meal first. Is that what it is? Go have the free lunch. Yeah. There's no, there's in the room. The problem is there's no blackout shade in the bedroom. It's like a two room thing. One room is a living room that converts into like fucking, you can lie down on a sofa or turn the sofa like a, what do they call those things? Chase's lounge or whatever sofa turns Just into a sofa a bed. bed. No, but that's a pullout. A sofa bed's like a pullout. What are the ones where the mattress bends up and becomes the back and then it comes down and lays down? Oh, futon. Futon. It's like a futon. Uh, and there's a, there's a blackout shade in there, but no blackout shade in the master bedroom. Uh, so we, you know, we just check in, we unload our shit, uh, and then we head out, uh, to, you know, go explore and we have the timeshare in the morning. Um, so I go down and I'm like, Hey, there's no blackout shade in our room. Um, so can you take care of that? Like, and okay, we'll take care of it. We're full up, but, uh, we'll see what we can do. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that means. Like, you know, so they replace one to take, take it from somebody else's. I don't really give a fuck about anybody else. I only care about me. Um, so he's like, we'll take care of it. We'll take care of it. Long story short with that. It never got taken care of, taken care of. When we got back that night, I took the blackout shade down. I became a fucking draper, draperist, drapist, whatever. I took the blackout shade down from the uh, living room slash bedroom and moved it into the master bedroom. And there's, like a kitchen, a bathroom, and then these two other rooms. The master bedroom has an AC in it, and the kitchen has an AC in it. And there's no air conditioner anywhere else. But there's patio doors, like sliding doors, between each of these rooms, which is strange, too. Uh, so we ultimately, the first night, the air conditioners can't cool down the whole thing. So this is how we figure out why the patio doors are there. It allows us to close off the living room. So whoever our guests would have been in the living room would you know, we would all be miserable (laughs) or they would be miserable because that room, we stopped cooling and it got hot in there, but the rest of it, uh, cooled down. Uh, anyhow, you know, it was a a cool little beach town. We went and we hung out at a bar called coconuts, which had magic jacks. So that was one of their claims to fame, free Wi-Fi or free, uh, (laughs) they had free Wi-Fi, but they had, uh, um, you could make calls, free calls to the U S or Canada or wherever you just, in the back was a machine and magic jack hooked up and you picked up the phone and dialed as long as no one was on it. You were happy. You know, it was fine. Nice. Um, there was a lot of free Wi-Fi everywhere that we went. Uh, that was, you know, the, the town, the <laughs> place for where you stay, except for where I stayed. And, uh, when I was in the middle of the rainforest, I didn't have Wi-Fi, but I had access to uh, cellular. I had the fucking data connection. I had the internet in the Didn't rainforest. Didn't that cost you a lot of money to have data connection down there? No. Before we left, I called AT&T, and it was uh, $20. Uh, no, $30. $30 per phone. <coughs> $30 per phone to add uh, 200 megs of data transfer. So I added it to Deanna's and mine, so 200 on each. Um, and then I just checked the, you know, how much data usage was used. We don't use a lot of data to begin with. I mean, as long as you're not going to watch YouTube videos or yeah, anything like that. all that crap, yeah. Right. If you're just looking at Facebook, doing email, and that's pretty much what we did in uh, uh, Google Maps. 
um, our data connections totaled like 30 or 40 megs for the entire time we were there. Mine more than hers because we use my phone more for Google Maps. Um, but uh, yeah, so it ended up being cheap. It would have been, if we made a phone call, it was like $2.50 a minute. Uh, or I could have gotten a call plan, but I didn't do that. And if we didn't use the data connection, it was ridiculous. Like a megabyte of data would have cost 20 bucks if we hadn't signed up through AT&T. I had a friend who went, I don't think he went down there, but he went somewhere and uh, didn't even think about it, but left his phone on. Mm-hmm. And you know, all the all those things, the updates you automatically mm-hmm. get and all that, you end up with like a $700 bill. Yeah, it'll just pile on. Because yeah. they told me at AT&T how much it It's like $1.20 per Thirty k or something. Yeah, and he's like, I didn't even turn my, you know, my phone was turned on, you know, for the whatever. But he's like, I didn't even use it at all. I said, I got this bill. Yes. So, so we had a, we also our uh, rental car, which are ridiculously expensive. There cost us six hundred and fifty bucks for the week for a rental. All the rental cars are expensive. It's just a thing there. We can fuck you on the rental car, so we do. Or, you know, we don't give it as cheap as other places do. Whatever you want to look at. That came with a cell phone. Extra five bucks a day. We had a local phone that we could use. And before I left, I signed up with uh, Pinger, I think, which I highly recommend to you and to all of our listeners, even though I don't get any money from it. Yeah, Pinger, P-I-N-G-E-R. Pinger gives you a free phone number. Uh, I chose a 323 number. Um, You don't don't have to pay for shit. Uh, And you can get unlimited calls in on that 323 number through Wi-Fi. So as long as you have a data connection or a Wi-Fi connection, someone dials it, it goes through the internet, and as long as I have the connection, it'll ring on my phone. Isn't that the same as Google Voice? No. Google Voice, uh, I, which I also have, I have a free number, and I can direct that to any number I want. So I can uh, my phone number with Google Voice, I can have ring here at the house. I can have it ring on my cell phone, which is what I do. But if I want to send the Google Voice number out of the country then Google, uh, I have to set up a Google account and I pay them like two cents a minute. That's how they make money. They get money uh, for international calls on Google Voice. Pinger does not. Pinger, as long as you have Wi-Fi connection, it's just through the internet. So they don't care. But if you make calls out through Pinger, out of, I think it's out of your 323 area, you buy minutes. So they sell minutes that way. So by putting the two together, I take the Google Voice phone number and forward it to the pinger phone number. So when you dial my 818 Google Voice number, it relays to a 323 pinger number here. <laughs> then the pinger number patches through to wherever I am, Wi-Fi connection in the world. So in Costa so Rica, free. it was free. Uh, and I could call you back because uh, with Google Voice, I have to log into Google Voice, and you uh, call a number like I would call your local number and patch it to my Google Voice number, and then Google Voice would patch it to the three two three number and make its way to Pinger. Now it had a delay. There was it was wasn't easy to have. You couldn't have an argument. It wasn't easy to have a flowing conversation. But <laughs> it was free. That. It beat two dollars and fifty cents a minute, or paying for fucking anything else. Um, and I could use it to text, which uh, AT and T was going to charge me fifty cents of uh, text out. I could get unlimited in, but it was fifty cents out. So I could I started texting Deanna's mom because our dog was sick at that point. Canine, as you know, they, the listeners don't know. I had a, my one of my dogs had a stroke just before they were supposed to leave. Two weeks before we were supposed to leave, uh, it's like ten o'clock at night. 
Um, we're watching TV, and he's 15 years old, but he and I have a 14 year old, but uh, he's canine, uh, and the 14 year old Spanky. Uh, he's actually in better shape than she is. So we were sure we were preparing for her death. We were sure that you know she was going to go next, and we still at this point we still are. Um, but that night he got up and uh, just normally, like you know, it was night. He was just going to move and stretch or whatever. Uh, looked at us, went to take a step, and fell over. Um, we assumed that maybe you know he had a um, fell uh, one of his leg fell asleep or something like that. Uh, but his head started tilting. He was having a hard time walking. Uh, these symptoms, you know, slowly or, or began to become symptoms and no longer a thing or no longer just, oh, his muscles hurts. Uh, and finally, a couple of days later, we took him to the vet and it turned out that he had a stroke. Um, and there was, you know, there's nothing you can do. He just gets better. Uh, the important thing was just to feed him, get him, get groceries in him, as the vet said. So we began feeding him whatever he wanted. Um, the vet suggested McDonald's, so I went and I bought McDonald's. I bought uh, <laughs> seems like the weirdest thing. Yeah, he was like, get whatever you can into him. So uh, Deanna and I went to McDonald's and I bought a couple of hamburgers and I bought a double cheeseburger. And it's so bizarre, Doc's a, such a pain in the ass. We came home. He refused to eat the cheeseburger. You'd, you'd hold the cheeseburger in front of him, he'd sniff it, and turn his head away. You held a piece of the hamburger in front of him, he ate it. Apparently my dog doesn't like cheeseburgers. Um, <laughs> Lactose intolerant, you asshole. So had we just bought the cheeseburger, we wouldn't have fed him that night. So thankfully that – and so we started getting more and more food in him. We were How do you do with the shake? Uh, what shake? Oh, the, <laughs> the shake of fries and the shake. I ended up going to Costco and buying, you know, fucking 20 pounds of ground beef. I came home, you know, I'm mixing, making them ground beef, dumping salt in it. So it's all nice and tasty. You know, I mean, it, it, I was done with the ground beef and Deanna took a bite and she's like, oh my God, this is great. I'm like, yeah, there's a ton of salt in it. <laughs> this is how we would normally yeah. cook. This is how restaurants cook and why we like eating out. Uh, but we got him to start eating. And then a week later, we were leaving for Costa Rica. So we left him with my in-laws. Uh, they took care of him. He fully recovered, and he's you know, right now. You would have no idea that he even had a stroke, but you'd be able to tell he's old. Oh, you can <laughs> tell he's old, yeah. But it, you, when you look at her, you would think that she's way older than him. Um, so, uh, so I was texting. We were texting back and forth with her through Pinger um, to make sure that the dog was okay or get updates on the dog. Anyway, I don't even know where the hell. Where was I going when I was talking about Pinger? We've gone off on like three or four of them. So. Uh, no, Wi-Fi. You're yeah. using it out I'm in the middle of the jungle. You, right? This isn't really. This an is the vent show. This isn't really the interesting story. Um, where the hell are we? Are yeah, fucking, we're like thirty minutes into it. I know. Leave your comments and suggestions your comments if you made it this have far. Vince, have Vince stop talking? Because um, everything like feels like it needs explanation. Like my dog had a stroke. And then just keep going on. Like people are like, well, what the fuck was that? I don't know. It feels like. And how many people know dogs had strokes? I mean, I've, I've had dogs. I've never had a dog with a stroke. So there, so see, there you go. Um, we covered your fucking trip in, a, uh, Europe at over three episodes, Costa Rica ain't going to take three <laughs> episodes. Um, although maybe you're probably thinking at the rate, it probably is, but we covered fucking Christian. We're still on like the first day in, in Costa Rica. I guess we are, but uh this is where we sort No, cuz I talked about Christian and that was actually day 4 or 5. Um anyway, the following day we went to Well, once it's done editing, maybe we'll we'll have it in There's order. no editing. We don't edit this show. <laughs> That's why it's so logical order. Um so the following day we went to our timeshare thing uh to which they were kind of surprised that we, actually they didn't call it timeshare anymore. It's fractional living. 
you're buying into fractional living. Uh, that sounds worse. Yeah. That sounds really yeah. bad. Um, so in D I, I texted Deanna mom, Deanna's mom, uh, that we were going to this and she's like, you better not buy a timeshare, you know, <laughs> coming back. Uh, so I kept joking. I was like, no, no, no. We're at first I was like, we're going for breakfast. And then later on I was like, we didn't buy a timeshare. We bought in a fractional living. <laughs> that sounds so much. That just sounds worse. <laughs> so, well, cause they don't, cause everybody's like, I don't want a timeshare. Do have a fucking time connotation to it right now. Absolutely. Yeah. So we sat down with him and it was hard for him because I guess most of you know his clients already have purchased timeshares. They're there on a timeshare. And for us, we had never purchased a timeshare. So, you know, we're not predisposed. Um, so he's got so people like, purchase them and they sit there through it again. Like they want to buy another one. You buy it. Yeah. Well, Deanna's parents own three. Um, I guess my parents own two. You buy a timeshare in one location. <laughs> then you go to another location. Then they sucker you like in Aruba. If we would have attended the meeting, they were going to give us a hundred dollars each. And I was like, no, no, fucking hour and a half of my time listening to your spiel. It ain't worth it. And they swore it was going to be 90 minutes at the Costa Rican one. Of course. Until and you at say, 91 until you minutes, no. I was like, we're, we're already. No, I kept saying they, they well, there's an old adage that uh, sales starts with the word no. If I say, do you want to buy this? And you say, yes, I didn't sell it to you. You just bought it. It's when you say no. And that's when I begin selling it to you. So the answer no doesn't really get you out of it. Anyway, he sits down with us, and he's fairly honest. He's a nice guy. But, of course, I mean, he makes a fortune selling these fucking bogus bullshit timeshare things, uh, fractional living. Uh, but, anyway, he's a nice guy. He doesn't really know how to you know, flip us or deal with us. And, um, and he finally he asks us you know, sort of in it. He's like, well, are you interested in timeshare? I was like, no. Why? No, no. And I was like. Because you don't have free Wi-Fi like it says. <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> And and later on, there was a point where they had said they were going to, during the presentation, they're like, but we're going to do this. And I was like, how do I know? They told me, they put it in black and white. They were going to give me free Wi-Fi and they already lied. For all I know, you're just going to lie to me right now. And there's not much they could say because. Lunch punch. You fucked up to get me. me, I told him that story too. Um, So. uh, He, fuck, where am I in this? Um, Fractional living. Oh, I was like. Hotel accommodations or accommodations anywhere in the world are the easiest thing to come by today. There is always a hotel, a bed and breakfast, a motel, couch surfing. You can find a place to stay fairly a hostel fucking anywhere. So to take money out of my pocket, even in your case, $8,000 and invest it in anything that is like that is crazy. Like, 2000 bucks, I can stay at a five-star hotel anywhere that is amazing for a week. I mean, it's... But you can't do that over a lifetime. Now, no, not over a lifetime, but, you know, $8,000 is going to cover me for the next four years. And then, okay, past that, it's gravy. But if you have a family, I to, if you have a family of four, then the timeshare makes a lot more sense. And depends on where. And I, well, you trade the timeshare. So even like Deanna's parents' timeshare is not Costa Rica. They had gotten, I assume you get the same thing. You get free weeks or bonus weeks that come up. Yeah. you get, Yeah. Yeah. So we were there on a bonus week. Um, so her parents got the bonus week and they uh, transferred it to us for, I think like 125 bucks. Uh, and then we used it and uh, that was their uh, birthday gift for Deanna. Uh, so anyhow, I'm like, no, I, I, hotel accommodations is just they're the easiest fucking thing to come by 
Like, I have no idea why anybody would do this. But he's got to go through his spiel and everything, take us back, show us the place, show us all the amenities and stuff. And then they sit down. They bring us in the air-conditioned room. They sit down, and, you know, now starts the, the sale. Now's the time. They bring out the pad of paper. You need something to drink? Are you okay? They start. Want me to give, grab yeah, me something? Exactly. You know, and, and, that, and that was there. You need something to drink? Bring out the pad, pad of paper, and they start penciling out, you know, why this is smart. How, you know, and fucking build a little pyramid. This ain't a pyramid scheme, but we build a little pyramid, show you, you know, the people on top claim how their company is the company. That, this was part of their spiel that uh, the company that owns their time, their, that their timeshares, that their fractional living is part of is the company that does all the airline bookings. So when you book through orbits, it books through a main database system that their company owns. So by being part of their system, you get access to this upper tier where you can get the best rates that exists ever. Yeah, whatever. Fucking if I go to an Orbitz pitch, they'll somehow explain to me that they're at the top over XP. Exactly. Like, this is what everybody is going to say. Kayak.com goes against all, yeah, all of them. Deanna's fucking buying in. I mean, she's smiling and she's excited and she's like, oh, this is a really nice guy. And, you know. And when all we didn't buy it, obviously. I mean, there's no punchline to that. But uh, when we afterwards, she's like, "I feel so bad for him. I feel so bad because he was so nice, and we he spent so much time with him, and then we didn't buy anything." And I was like, "So we should just give them sixteen thousand dollars because he was nice to us?" I mean, you're you're a fucking sucker, which she is. She would have suckered for a place that you never plan on going to again. So they it's this fractional living bullshit, and somehow the pitch is something like this. Um, you give us $16,000, we'll give you two weeks every other year for the next 30 years. So that's 30 weeks over 30 years, but it's two weeks each year, some shit like that. Each year or every other year? Every other year. Uh, so it's you get two weeks this year, you skip a year, then you get two weeks. Then you skip a year, then that's you get two weird. weeks. It's weird. Now, if you act now, we can condense those into one week for our two weeks for the next 15 years. There's all this. Why after only 30 years? What happens after 30 years? I don't know. I, and as a fractional living, I don't know if you lose it. That was part of the discussion. That's weird, because I own gets, mine. Mine is, I know, mine is owned. I have a deed on not, mine. This is fractional living. No, it gets better. That's really not the focus. Forget about that, because it gets better. For each year, or for each week you don't use, if you don't want to use it, we will give you $2,000. So if you don't use it, you know, this first year, we'll give you $2,000 for a week. You use the other week elsewhere. If you don't use both weeks, we'll give you $4,000. You still have access to everything else we have. All right. So $4,000 so every, every other year for 30 years. For 30 years. For, yeah. So uh, that is 30 weeks times $2,000 is $60,000. How much does this cost? Sixteen grand. So you're telling me I give you $16,000. I don't use any of this. You're going to give me back $60,000 over the next 30 years. Yeah, if you don't use it, but we're pretty sure that you're going to use it. But you're saying if I don't use it, you're going to give me back $60,000. Yeah, that's what, that's what we'll do. We'll give you back I'd like to see this contract. I didn't need to see the contract. <laughs> and so he goes along with the rest of his spiel, and he says, so uh, does that sound exciting to you? Or does that sound, uh, does that sound exciting to you? And I said, no. And then he brings in the closer and the closer comes and sits down and he says, what don't you like about this? 
I was like, I didn't say I didn't like anything about it. He asked me if it was exciting. I said, no, doesn't excite me. Yeah, Deanna's over there, like salivating. Yeah, Deanna's oh, exciting. I'm just like, and he's like, well, you know, and he just starts going on to his pitch. And then he finally says, why won't you buy this? And I said, let me ask you something. How come you haven't bought it all? And he says, well, I'm only allowed to buy, they only allow us to buy X uh, shares, for two shares or something like that, two properties. Why? Don't they just, they're, they're looking for money, right? They're, they're just looking for money to continue building, right? That's what you told me. Yeah, that's what they're looking for. So why don't you, get, what the fuck do they care where it came from? Just give it all to them. Why aren't you buying every, every possible share? You're telling me I give you 16 grand and you're going to give me $60,000 over the time. You should have everyone in your family, every person you've ever known, this place should be sold out. There's nothing to sell here. This is a no-brainer. How come you don't own every share they have available? Well, because they'll only let me buy two. Does he really own two? He says he owns two. Whatever. And I was like, but you would be selling it to everybody in your family. And so it goes on and he says, well, so how come you're not interested in buying this? I was like, I don't know. You know. So for the whatever reason you're not buying every share, that's the reason I'm not buying into this. I was like, you know, I, and, I, and there's people buying. There are people buying. Fucking suckers. A couple of days later, we were at breakfast and we could hear them doing the sales pitch to other people. And now there, there was one group that was a $50,000 sales pitch. And there was another one about condensing the weeks down into like eight years. Like they had a fucking program for everything. It's, it's just amazing. It's oh, you a, can't afford that. Well, what if we, what if we do this? It's such a fucking scam. Yeah. Well, the, the place we go camping at it. Well, we call camping anyway. The uh, CRA is the same way. Like if you, you know, we, we sat in the spot at night, we talked to people and everyone has a different price and how much they paid into it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they find a way. Uh-huh. So we didn't buy into it. Um, we went on. We were, what are we at? 45 minutes. Watch. I'm going to get through the rest of the next six days of Costa Rica in 15 <laughs> minutes. Um, so uh, we hung out in Playa del Coco for a bit. We ended up, while we were there, we logged uh, 700 miles onto our car. Um, it's kilometers there, which is kind of strange. They don't put miles per hour on the Speedo, so you don't know how many miles you're going. Uh, but like a school zone is 25 kilometers, which is like 15 miles here. Uh, highway is like 60 kilometers, which is like 40 here. And the fastest you go is 80 kilometers, which uh, is like 60 here. Yeah, it's 55, 60, something, something like that. that. Yeah. And it's weird because there's a mental thing that happens. Cause when you're doing 80 and you start to creep up to 90, it feels really fucking fast. Like, but I come home and like I'm looking at the thing and 80 to 90 kilometers ain't there. It's just because you're on a one lane each way and that you're going with the flow of traffic and it just feels like that's what it is. So we saw like we fucking drove everywhere and saw the entire country. Well, I shouldn't say the entire country, middle of the country and uh, east coast, west coast of the country. We didn't even make it over to the east or the south. Um, we went into uh, La Fortuna which is uh, in the middle of the country. And that's by Volcano Renal, which I was talking about earlier. Um, on our way there, we saw some howler monkeys in the trees, which was pretty, in the, walking along the power lines and shit just on the side of the road. That was pretty cool. And there were these signs that were like, you know, watch out for howler monkeys. Uh, like They look like street signs, like yellow signs like we have here, but they have howler monkeys hanging from lines. It was neat. Um, so it's a long, it's like four hours. Everything is fucking far because the roads are shit it's hard to figure out where you're going. You know, you get directions, go to the gas station, make a left. You're it's crazy. Um, but it's paved roads all the way into La Fortuna, uh, where we're actually going to meet up with Christian. It's like four hours there. So partway through it, 
Uh, we both have to go to the bathroom. There's signs for, you know, this big fucking, uh, uh, like, Indian reservation condo restaurant. Looks really nice based on the signs. We stop. It is really nice. Uh, we stop. All we want to do is use the bathroom. Maybe grab a drink. And we're greeted by a, uh Indian a, a local, a Costa Rican Indian. I don't know what the fuck, what it, he is. Uh, and his son, uh, and they're, you know, and, they're, and he doesn't speak English well. So it's like, hi, welcome to my, welcome to my land. It's very important to me. This is my culture. Very important. Come, I show you, come, I show you. And basically we get roped into the fucking cultural, uh, equivalent of a timeshare. Like he, <laughs> he sits and he brings us down. It was teepee hut ropes both Deanna and I in of course she's and you could see her on the well so you bought into a fractional living TP okay so and I just want to go because we're on we're on a destination we're really I'm fine with lollygagging around and let's see what this is let's see what that is but this particular day we're on our way to meet Christian so we have a destination we have someone that we need to meet so I'm not really interested in fucking around we gotta we have to go so uh, you know, they, he takes us down in the bathroom. Then he ropes us into his teepee, which is a huge. I mean, it's a bigger than this fucking room. It's it's huge. It's bigger. It might be bigger than this house. It's this huge building type teepee, which looks like authentically built. Um, it's all beautiful. And uh, it, someone, someone in the condo resort came up with the idea of building some kind of cultural center and making that the reason why you would want to buy their condos. But he suckers us in and telling us about his culture and like different words for languages, how they say hello. It's almost like this Heil Hitler, but you put your hand on the other person's, not even on their shoulder, sort of in their shoulder, and you say copy, copy. So they're fucking, they keep doing it to us, and I gotta, and I gotta do it back to them. Little kids like coming up to me, he's like, I don't know, 12. He's like, copy, 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 copy. And I'm really, and I see all these masks and carvings on the wall. And I really am just like, all right, how much do I have to fucking pay to get out of here? Like, what do I have to buy to get the fuck out of here? I don't, I don't care. I don't want to see it. I just, I don't fucking care. Um, so what do you own now? But Deanna's, <laughs> oh, they're right there. There's two shells. They're like fucking coconut shells with carvings in them. So Deanna's like totally buying in and Deanna's playing the drum and singing with them. And she's along for the ride. And I'm just like, we have to meet your friend. It's not even my friend. It's your friend that we have to meet. But we go through the whole fucking spiel, and finally, some other people show up, and he locks onto them. Oh, thank God. So we walk around, we look at this stuff, find those two. They're like 10 bucks each. I give the dude, the kid, 20 bucks, and I'm like, fucking copy, copy, and we're out of here. Uh, we go up, get back into our car, we're back on, on our road, on our, on our way. On the way, we see uh, fucking the German bakery which I thought was hilarious. There's like a bunch of signs on the side of the room, like Brahma shave used to do a bunch of signs saying, you know, the German remember to stop at the German bakery and then sign toad hall. There's like 60 signs leading up to toad hall. Don't miss toad hall. The amazing toad hall, the signs, it's such a brilliant marketing because toad hall is really nothing. But all these signs have made you say, I have to see what the fuck toad hall. That's is. like, is it the and thing like, off of a, uh, was it I-10 or I-40? Got to see the thing. Got to see the thing. I And you're just, I have to stop at the German baker. So we're in a hurry to now see Christian. So I was like, on the way back, we'll see the German bakery in Toad Hall, which we did. Um, and Toad Hall turned out to be nothing. But the you remember the WD, WB frog that had his little hat 
mm-hmm. and shit. They have a fiberglass. It's it's that frog. He's like six feet tall, fiberglass out in front. That's their toad. And I was like, oh, this is where the WD frog came to retire. I guess that's what fucking toad all is. And I'm <laughs> the thinking, Budweiser's near, near frogs near there also. It no no, <laughs> and it doesn't say WB frog, but that's what it is. And I'm like, I wonder if I'm the only person that remembers and knows that that's the WB mm. frog. And someone probably bought that in Hollywood and shipped it here, the American owner of this place. And the German bakery, we stopped there and we had lunch there. And that turned out to be fucking nothing. But, you know, the signs, they sucker you in. So we got to La Fortuna. La Fortuna is insanely beautiful. And people who go to Costa Rica, I think, are as stupid as us thinking, oh, you should stay at the beach. You shouldn't stay at the beach. You should stay in the middle of this fucking place because it's the middle of this country is green and lush. The beach is a desert. The middle is green, lush, beautiful, just hot springs, just incredible. Um, so we hung out with Christian. We went to his house. I told you about that. Um, we, uh, we learned about Watchmen, which, were, which are these guys. Instead of them having bums or whatever, they're, they're, parking is free. But these guys put on these like fucking Caltrans orange vests and go out. And you go to park and they come up to you and they're like, I'll watch your car for $2. And they, you know, they, I guess they or get up early in the morning, Christian said, and they fight over their blocks and they're like, this is my block and stay away. Uh, and they essentially charge you for parking. And if you don't pay them, they'll fuck up your car. So you're, you're paying a VIG to, you know, keep them because no one else is going to fuck up your car. So the homeless mafia. Yeah. So they're out there. They look official and it, and they, to most tourists, they make it sound official. But anytime one of them came up to me, I was like, no, nah, bullshit. And I moved the car. I was like, I, you know, I'm not going to pay you. And I'm not going to tell you I'm not going to pay it because I know you're going to fuck on my car. So I would move the car. Christian came up with a piece of advice that uh, you tell him that you'll pay him afterwards. Then when you come back, if the car is okay, you'll pay him. Uh, and then when you come back, just hurry in your car and drive off. So they do it to everyone, not just the tourists? They tr- yeah, they do it to the locals too, that they'll watch your car. Because they're, if you don't give me $2, I'm going to fuck up your car. That's what it is, the locals too. Um, so it's a, it's a problem that the country is having and doesn't know how to deal with it because uh, – they don't force you to pay them. Uh, they don't own the property that they just sort of claim an area and get, you, you know, try to get you to park. I guess our bums in Hollywood should be more thrifty and astute about it. I don't know. Bum could go by and put quarters in the meter and buy the meters, I suppose. And sell <laughs> that's salt back. Yeah. Where, where is it? Like, um, sometimes that happens. Oh, like, well, you go to universal studios and, it used to say, I don't think it's like that any, like this anymore, but it, uh, they would ask you, where are you going? And depending on your answer would depend on the price of parking. Oh, yeah. If you're going to just City Walk or right. if you're going up to City the movies, Walk, Universal, or- the movies, or a restaurant. And my answer was like the cheapest place. What's the cheapest place to park here? And then they wouldn't fucking tell me. And, it, you know, so like sort of like that scam. Anyhow, I would I wouldn't I would refuse to pay to park. So. I told you that story before. We Rebel. Just, it's like throwing a stuffed animal off a Ferris wheel. Uh, nobody knows what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> and that's way too much to explain. So especially 55, I've got five minutes to get Go. to what the rest you? of the story. So um, we stayed with him one night and then we stayed in La Fortuna. And this goes back to the whole timeshare setup. Um, we stayed in this amazing fucking gated <sighs> village force five-star hotel that did not have hotel rooms had cottages you stayed in a cottage and your neighbor's cottage was 30 feet away 40 feet away rolling hills you couldn't even drive your car to your cottage 
you parked your car down. At, you First, you go through a security gate to make sure you belong there so you're safe. Then you leave your car down at the main lobby building, which is gorgeous. Then they will take you in a golf cart up to your hotel. And if you want to come down, just call them and they'll come get you in a golf cart. And it's just like a, a wandering forest. Just like you go, there's a pool, there's uh, which you got to take cart to the pool. You can walk to it, which we did, you know, but for older people. Um, we had a king size bed, a rock waterfall shower. Uh, TV also our room also had a, a queen side a king size and a queen a hot tub on our patio with a beautiful view um, beautiful lush view hot tub and chairs out there on the patio each one had this $169 a night because we were friends of Christian had we not been friends of Christian $179 a night well, that's ridiculous Christian, so, Christian's a guy to know, apparently. Well, yeah. I mean, the, 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 that's not the point that I'm making. The point that I'm making is back. Hey, I, I was happy to save the 20 bucks. Or Absolutely. Bucks that's or still whatever. cool. It's still, yeah. And it was friends of Christian. We would have never found this place. Christian was like, oh, it's a beautiful place. You'll like it. You'll love it. And it was. It was incredible. I mean, after we saw it, we just wanted to stay there. So I was chatting with a guy. I'm like, well, what else do you guys have? What is, you know, how much is this room and what other rooms do you have? They have a uh, two-bedroom, their biggest, their suite, is a two-bedroom cottage with a private heated pool for 330 a night. Wow. So two couples can go and share, you know, two friends, two couples. 330 a night becomes 160 a, per, a couple. So that's the same as what we're in. And you have a private pool. In the 80 pool. bucks per person? The, the pool is completely covered by lush landscaping. It is truly a private pool, and it is heated up to 80 degrees. Their pool, their regular pool for the hotel was heated up to 80 degrees. So it was beautiful. And their regular pool had rock waterfalls. Plus, you get the whole spa experience and these big beds and the waterfall shower. Fucking amazing, which goes back to why would anybody buy a timeshare? I mean, you can get accommodations, no problem. Fractional living. Fractional living. That night, we went to a hot spring. Have you ever been to a hot spring? I have. Okay. Very sulfurish. Uh, this was a unique hot spring or a different, a different than the hot springs. I know we have hot springs here that where water just comes out of the ground naturally hot. Uh, they have the same thing. They have a volcano and they have water coming out of the ground naturally hot. What this actually was, was a series of pools that with rock waterfalls, just beautiful fucking... When you dream of Hawaii and a tropical vacation. This is exactly what you dream of. This is what you see in the brochures. Um, absolutely gorgeous. The water is filtered and it runs through over and over, but it runs, I guess, geothermal underground. So the water is heated by the, uh, the natural ground. Um, but there's, there's too much flowing water for this to just be in the natural water. And it's like a hundred degrees. You pay, uh, what was it? Uh, Tico rate, which is a local rate, is like 20 bucks. Gringo rate or tourist rate is like 60 bucks to go. Um, and then there's a bar, and it's all on the honor system. So you, you go to the bar, you order whatever drinks you want. They'll make it whatever the fuck you want. You drink up a storm. Um, and then when you leave, when you go to check out, they ask you, well, how many drinks did you have? And you're going to be like, I had two Cokes. <laughs> I mean, you could lie. We didn't drink that much. I told the truth. But as I was sitting there, as Deanna and I were there, I was like, Michael and Carrie would love this fucking place. (laughs) I mean, unlimited drinks, a five-foot pool that's like 100 degrees, rock waterfalls, 
beautiful people in bikinis. Uh, the the uh, foliage around is like growing over, so you're almost in this cave sort of thing. It just insanely. You remember the ET the ride at Universal Studios, uh-huh. like that, but fucking tropical with a waterfall. <laughs> I mean, it was just it was incredible. Um, so we did that for a night, uh, and then we left La Fortuna. If I were to go back, I would probably spend more time in La Fortuna. It's just a beautiful little town. How far away is the beach? Four hours. You're in the middle of the country. Um, but you're in the rainforest. You, that was where, which to me be more interesting because, well, I live near an ocean. Right. And that's, and I don't really care about the beach much anyway. I mean, a touristy beach is nice to look at girls in bikinis, but I, the water usually I don't want to get into because it's salty or, you know, I mean, sometimes like Jamaica, it was warm, but it's salt water, whatever. A pool's almost better to hang out in and, and drink at anyway. So I don't, although I feel awkward when I pee in the pool, not so much in the ocean though. I mean, the fish well, do it. Right. Peeing in the ocean, there's nothing wrong with that. Nobody tells you. There, people, there are signs that say there's no pee in our pool, but there's never signs that say there's no pee in our ocean because the ocean is filled with pee. Pee in the sea? And you can shit in the ocean, too. Those, the fish do that, too. Uh, yes, they do. Mm. Um, yeah. Anyway, this is the middle. But, uh, I tried doing that in my pool, and yeah, I should uh, do it in the pool. I posted, I, I posted pictures, which I guess I could put one up on the website. We went climbing uh, or hiking up into the mountain into just incredible rainforest, exactly what you see in the books. And that's where the zip lines are? No, zip lines are, we haven't even gotten to zip lines. That's like a whole other day. Oh, geez. We don't have that much time, do we? We totally do. We'll go over budget, but not by much. What are we at? We're at one, 101. So we left uh, La Fortuna and we headed to Monteverde. Monteverde, that's where the zip lines were. That's this beautiful town, uh, gorgeous. That's where the cloud forest is. Now, cloud forest, you think, what must that be? That must be a forest filled with clouds. That would be. They grow out of the ground in a big forest. To which everybody said, you've got to see the cloud forest. It's fucking amazing. It's beautiful. It's this and that. So we went to Monteverde specifically to see the cloud forest. Monteverde, it took, we were on a dirt road for 10 miles. Terrible dirt road. Terrible dirt road. There's no, there is no paved roads in and out of Monteverde. When you arrive in Monteverde, there are paved roads. So they trucked in pavement, put it down, built hotels, built the gas station, built the super comp row, because there's one of those there too. Well, because that's um, how you find directions. There has there's, to be one in every right, city. There, there's zip lines. I mean, all of this stuff, you get there, and this is a town. This is a real town. They have electricity. They have Wi-Fi. They have internet. They have all of that, but dirt fucking roads to get in and out of this place. So it's like a 10-mile dirt road, but it takes an hour and a half, two hours to get there on that 10 miles. And then, you know, the entire time you're bumping and, you know, fucking you can't go that fast and it's just shit. And then you can't, you don't know if you're in the right place. You're looking at your map, you're crossing your fingers. You're hoping for the next sign that says Monte Verde to the left. And, you know, we passed one once and had to turn around uh, and you're just sort of like Deanna would be totally fucked because she has no internal compass. She was always screwed up. She's like, are we supposed to go to the left? I was like, if you want to get lost, but we need to go back to the right. And she's just like, I don't know what the hell I do with that. I have a pretty good internal compass where I'm like, no, we came from that way. We go back that way. What was that noise? A little scooter, it sounded oh. like. Um, so we made, we made it to Monteverde, which is a nice place, but uh, I would never, ever, ever drive back to that place. As nice as it is, there's an airstrip there. And you should just pay a Cessna a hundred bucks to fly you in. 
It is not worth the drive in and out. As nice as it is and as fun as it is, it's not worth the fucking drive. You didn't rent a Jeep then, did you? No, we had a, um, a Toyota RAV4, four-wheel drive. And I kicked it in a four-wheel on the dirt roads. Uh, and it was a nice little car. I mean, a Jeep would have been bumpy too. Um, it just, and, you know, I mean, it's air conditioning worked. Everything was good with it. It was fine. Uh, we listened to, we finally, I usually like listening to local music. Uh, Ruba has great local music. I couldn't find anything. I mean, there was music, but it it just sounded like Spanish music that we hear here. So I ended up finding a radio station that plays a lot of 80s music with uh, Spanish announcers and occasionally uh, English announcers, which was strange. Like, it would come out of nowhere. You would hear your news in English, and then you would hear your news in Spanish, and then sometimes it was weird. Uh, and it was called Radio Dos. You're listening to Radio Dos. And we kept looking at it and she goes, where's Radio Uno? Like, how <laughs> yeah, come we became Radio Dos? Like, how can we're we... not that good. We can't right. be number one yet. We're not going we to take it. We're, we're going to admit we're second best. Uh, so Monteverde, Deanna had pre-booked uh, zip lining uh, and prepaid for it, which I was like, I cringed my teeth because I, I had no interest in zip lining. Um, South Park did an episode on zip lining and uh, spent 30 minutes explaining to you that this is the fucking dumbest thing in the world um, to be put on a cable and thrown at 40 miles an hour to another tree uh, to another tree for a ride that lasts 40 seconds. I mean, that's what it is. I think the longest zip line she was on was like a minute and you're doing 48 miles an hour was the fastest. And that was probably the minute one because it was a really long one. I don't like roller coasters. I don't heights don't bother me. I took the trolley up. I, I'm cool. I, heights I like. I was up in a hot air balloon. Heights no problem. But I don't. I, and it's not that I'm afraid of roller coasters. I just don't fucking like them. Um, and then the idea of strapping on a cable. When I first heard of zip lining years ago, and people are like, "Oh, you got a zip line in Costa Rica," I envisioned this like slow. 20 10 20 mile an hour between trees and you were like in the trees and there were howler monkeys and macaws and like being able to see it as you go yeah spin around doesn't that sound like an awesome experience like you yeah you spin around and you're just like this is i'm in the trees i'm like a bird that sounds fantastic but to go to another country and have a local strap me to a cable and then throw me down i go 45 miles an hour for one minute I, it's so fucking stupid. I'd do it. I know you would do it. Because <laughs> I'm so fucking stupid. And I know Deanna wanted to do it. So now I'm in this quandary. If I don't do it, Deanna won't do it. That's where I sit. So, so you made her go first, didn't you? You got it. <laughs> I had to fight. We prepaid, and I'm like, God damn it. Because I would have just went the route of we would pay when we got there. And then I would be like, no, you just, just totally. You go ahead and do it. I would have convinced her into doing it. They, yeah, we, we prepaid, we suited up, we went over and they were like, do you want the GoPro? I was like, absolutely. We want the GoPro. She should wear it because I know <laughs> I'm not right. going. I know at this point, there's a couple of girls that we met from San Diego, waitresses, really sweet girls. They're freaking out. Like we met them in the bar. They were doing shots. They're scared. <laughs> That's probably and, not the best thing to be doing before that. Probably not. And I'm convinced and I'm like, don't worry about it. It's no big deal. It's, it's. Piece of cake. So it's easy. It's safe. It's just, which I believed everything that I was telling them. The cable ain't going to break. I mean, the cable is strong. Uh, there's your, the way that you're strapped in on it, nothing's going to happen to you. And nobody is interested in, in you being hurt. I mean, if you get hurt, it's bad PR, just not interested in it at all. Um, uh, Christian's mom is a nurse. So she 
she's had some instances. Usually it is people grabbing the cable and then the fucking pulley goes right in your hand and you jack up your hand. Um, they've had some problems with uh, people who are too overweight and shouldn't have been wearing the thing to begin with. Um, which I can see a problem between locals and tourists and locals having problems telling tourists, no, you shouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. Um, the only deaths deaths that have happened in the past couple of years was a tree fell and broke a cable and the person on the cable died and killed someone on the ground. But I what mean, are the odds? What are the odds? Yeah. And the odds are the same that that tree would have fallen on you just walking around. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really fairly slave. So I'm calming them down. Deanna's kind of excited. I'm calming her down. Everybody's sort of looking at me like, how can I be this calm? Meanwhile, I know I'm fucking <laughs> calm because I'm not doing it. It's not going to happen. I have no, nothing to worry about. There's no excitement in me. No adrenaline, nothing. So, yeah, the two girls go first, and then Deanna goes, and then the guy goes, all right. And there's like, there's uh, Israelis. Israelis, yeah. There's a group of Israelis, old Israelis, like fucking 60-plus-year-old Israelis that have all suited up, um, like 15 of them. They're a pain in the ass. They're loud. They're annoying. They're they're a pain in the fucking ass. Um, so the guy, Deanna goes, and the guy looks at me, and he's like, all right, your turn. I was like, nope. Not doing it. I videotaped Deanna going. And everybody's looking. These old people are looking at me. I'm way younger than them. They're like, you're not doing it? I'm like, fuck no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and I walked back over and I started unsuiting. <laughs> and then I walked out. You zip line. Your first zip line is to the trolley, the tram, the sky tram. Uh, so I, un- I unsuited. I took off my harness and everything. And I walked down to the tram. And uh, the girls were just like, uh, the, the two waitresses were like, I can't believe you didn't do it. And Deanna was like, Vince is stubborn. As soon as you start, you know, trying to call him chicken, that pretty much seals the deal. He's not going to do it. It's just fucking, I'm not going to be bullied into something. But you knew you weren't going to do it. From I, knew. Ago. I, gonna do it I knew ago. you weren't going to do it. Two days ago, Deanna, when she ordered the tickets, I'm like, fuck, I ain't doing this. And I got to pay $80 for something I'm not going to do. So, um, uh, and she was worried about going and she got really worried at one point. I was like, look, don't go just because you spent the $80. If you're really afraid of going, cause she is afraid of heights. She likes the roller coasters. They make her sick now, but she's scared of heights. Um, I've been on roller coasters with her because yeah. somebody wouldn't. Uh, yes. Cause I wouldn't, <laughs> I walk through, I just, I fucking, I hate them. I've been on, I've been on free fall. I've been on Colossus. I've been on uh tidal wave, which isn't much at, at uh, these are all six flags, magic mountain, six flags, yeah. magic mountain. Uh, Oh, is Revol- Revolution, Revolution. Disneyland? Or no, is that Magic that's Mountain? Magic Mountain. I've been on Revolution. I have Magic or Disneyland. I've been on uh, Space Mountain several times. Uh, fucking, uh, I never. No, every time I go to Magic, I go to Disneyland. That fucker's broken. Every there's never been a time I've been in Disneyland where that thing wasn't. When I used to ride, when I used to be like, all right, let's try it. Let's see. Maybe I'll like them this time. Now. When we go to uh, Disneyland, like Star Tours, I was always on it. Deanna hated that. She hated the feelings, the drops. Like, the drops don't scare me, but I'm entertained. I'm like, oh, shit, there's, like, the screen and Back to the Future and even Simpsons. Like, you drop and stuff. Totally fine with all that shit. I don't see the point of sitting in a car and getting thrown around on a fucking track. We went to Great America up north. I got on their famous wooden coaster because they tell you they're like, I don't like wooden coasters. Uh, no, but they're like, this is the famous, you got, you're here, you got to go. It's, just, it's like you're here in Costa Rica, you got a zip line. And that's where I draw the line. I'm like, you know what, fuck it, I don't like this. And what's going to happen is Deanna wants to go through all eight of these. And if I do it, 
after the first one, I'm going to be like, this fucking sucks. This shit is, this is fucking stupid. And I'm going to spend the next eight lines just bringing her down because I am going to hate it. I'm just going to fucking hate it. Why ruin her time? So I turn in my gear. I go down to the bottom of the thing and I see her there and I go up the cart with them and I videotape them. I end up uh, videotaping, being able to videotape them on three lines, even though she has her GoPro. Uh, and go up to the tower. I went up to the tower with her and I'm videotaping her as she's going along, which was really cool for me. I took the trolley back down. I got a burger as I'm waiting for the burger. Here she comes and I videotape her coming down the line and she, you know, she's almost at the end. She shows up, catches the burger. Awesome. So I don't know. People tell you, you go to Costa Rica, you need a zip line. Uh, fucking it's stupid. You shouldn't do I it. I say it's zip line. Dumb thing. Uh, Deanna was glad she did it. So I don't think she'll ever do it again. I don't think she'll ever care to do it again. Um, most of the Israelis gave up because you could do like the first three lines and then give up. And most of them, I think except for two, were like, no, I've had the experience. It's enough. And they're like, is it any different? No, it's just more of the same. But okay. And it, it's, it's like when I went to the Grand Canyon, we went halfway down and we're like, we, there's a ranger down halfway down. He's like, I'm like, should we make it the rest of the way? He's like, nope, looks the same. I, Heaven and I are like, okay. Right. And in that same conversation, podcast, I told you. <laughs> I did the express tour where, you know, from they picked me up at the Rio. I went to a boat in it. I helicoptered down. We walked on some of it and done deal. It's a, that's it. Mm-hmm. It's a big fucking hole. I mean, all right. I, I it's said, nice. It's pretty. You got to yeah, see it. It's pretty. You, you see it. You do it. Whatever. Now, the same place where we did the sky tram and she did her zip lining, they have what's called hanging bridges. These things are fucking amazing, like 800 feet off the ground. And this is what I imagine zip lining would be between two valleys and you're in the trees. So you're up at the height of the animals, the howler monkeys, the birds and all of that. Is that Indiana Jones? You're very much like an Indiana Jones thing. And they have like five bridges. We went through it before she ziplined. We walked through it with a guided tour, which was like three hours. And he talked to us and told us about everything. And then after ziplining, we walked through it on our own. We saw a sloth sleeping in a tree. I mean, we're like, I don't know, 200 feet off the ground. You, if you were at the floor for forest floor, you would never see the sloth, but because you're up in a hanging bridge and I mean, you look down again, heights don't bother me, but you, you, you're looking right at the sloth that is, you know, curled up in a hole in a tree. Um, just several amazing, beautiful birds. But the coolest thing of that, when we went back by ourselves and we were on our way out, a howler monkey climbed onto the hanging bridge and it was just Deanna and I, and this howler monkey, and he was interested in us, and he was coming down and coming our way. And I was like, "Do they bite?" And she said, "Yeah." I'm like, "What do yeah, we they're do? mean, aren't they?" I don't, I don't know necessarily that they're mean, but I'm like, "What?" They're are the we? ones with the big fangs, don't they? Have the big fangs? They on? do have big fangs, and they can bite, but I don't know that they necessarily are aggressively mean toward you. I think if you, if you go grab one, the fucker's going to bite you. But I don't know that like they go out of their way. But he seemed interested in us, and he was a boy. And I'm like, "Do they bite?" She's like, "Yeah," and I'm like what do we do? She's like, we just give him a space. So I backed up behind her and you know, I mean, you might think of me as a pussy. She's an animal professional professional. <laughs> like right. she knows if her and I walk into a room and there's an electrical problem or a video problem or, you know, a movie problem, she's going to stand behind me. This is my, I can take care of this. Mm-hmm. This is my territory. But at this point I'm like, I don't know shit about animals. So this is your thing. So I got behind her and I videotaped from behind her. And we had to wait a while. I mean, we couldn't cross the bridge. And he sort of kind of walked back and forth between the bridge. And we're just like, you know, we're at the fifth bridge. So we would have to walk all the way back to get around. And we waited. And finally, he went into the tree. And then we were able to kind of scurry past him. 
We have video of it. It was pretty cool. Uh, but it's an incredible experience. Just it's just her and I on this amazing hanging bridge with this howler monkey. It's what you know the the trip to Costa Rica should be. Um, so we saw howler monkeys at another restaurant that we were at. We were eating a beautiful restaurant at the be- on the beach, and these howlers were hanging in the uh, trees above us. Uh, and it's interesting that the locals treat howler, howler monkeys like pigeons. Uh, the way that we think of pigeons, they think of howler monkeys, and the way that we think of rats they think of iguanas these fuckers are every i mean they're roadkill one day we saw like seven dead iguanas people i mean there was one that we the car in front of us ran over it and it was like flopping in the road and then we went over in the middle of it like it we didn't our tires didn't go over it but it fucking iguanas just dying everywhere and they Deanna didn't want to go run over it uh deanna was hated it she was really bummed by seeing so it seemed like at that point i probably would have tried to run it over only I mean, why suffer in pain? Why not just... This is not an easy place to make a U-turn. Go back at 80 kilometers, make another U-turn, trying to... Yeah, we just went on. And plus, I was driving. She didn't drive a lick while we were there. It was all me. And I was just like, circle That's of life. She'd still be down there lost somewhere. That's right. Uh, but my angle is a circle of life. you got to fucking feed the birds. The turkey vultures need to eat. So. Well, yeah, but they eat dead things. It'll die eventually. That just sucks. It has to suffer. That's all I, I'm saying. I, I say go kill it. It's happening every day, man. I saw a I, dead does. cat on the freeway yesterday. It was all stiff. But it's and dead. Blue. But it, it was painful when it before uh, it got Maybe there. not. Maybe it got hit once and maybe. it was done. No, they haven't, well, maybe. Anyway, uh, so that's interesting because the, the, at the restaurant, they were like, be careful because the howler monkeys will shit on you. They're not like chimps where they'll throw their shit, but they're like birds where they'll just shit. So watch your food and watch where they are because they'll shit on you. Um, so, and then we went and we saw sea turtles give birth or not give birth, lay their eggs. Um, so that was, that was a weird fucking experience. Cause we paid these guys like 70 bucks. They load us in a like little Toyota van and drove us like 20 miles out to a secluded beach off of a dirt road that I was sure that, you know, I was losing. We're going to die. We're losing a kidney. I'm like, it's fucking over. I, I Facebooked. At that point, I was like, I need to use my data connection so somebody has some clue as to where the last point that I was because we're going to fucking die. But they, And then they, when they brought us out to that beach, they're like, okay, here's a little flashlights. We're going to climb over that hill and go to another even more secluded beach that isn't reachable by car. And so I'm like, oh, we're dying. We wouldn't get over there. That's when they kill us um, take our kidneys. Uh, we got over there. They found the turtles, and they it takes forever. They got to. If the turtles see you, they'll go back into the water. So you, they have to wait, and they have to use special red lights, and they have to wait until the turtle finds a happy place to bury their eggs. And the turtle's got to dig the hole. That takes for fucking ever. And then finally, the well, turtle, turtles aren't known to be speedy. No, you're saying no, not saying they are. What I'm saying is, this whole thing scenario plays out much better on Animal Planet with Jeff Corwin than it does in person. Because uh, it's only like between two commercial breaks, 10 minutes, you see all the highlights, you, you know what happens when turtles lay eggs. But they finally put the flashlight into the hole. I got video of three eggs dropping. Fantastic. Moving on. So we saw that. Uh, so once they're laying eggs, they don't care what happens around them? Uh, you can scare them off, but they're pretty much started the process. So you, you, know, and you need to keep like a half circle, a 180-degree semicircle behind them. And then they can't see you. They can hear you. They're not dumb. They know you're there, which I thought was kind of odd. But um, apparently if you if they see you and they're scared off, they may never come back to the beach to lay their eggs. So that's part of the reason that we have a problem of these things going extinct. Um, they, For I mean, tourists like you who have to go watch turtles lay eggs? Well, 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll give yeah. you that. I uh, there were many occasions where uh even the the howler monkey on the hanging bridge. Deanna's like, "Oh my god, we're seeing it in the wild." And I'm like, "Not really. Someone built the bridge. We're on someone's private property. It's self-contained. It's kind of like a zoo." I mean, okay, they're not out here cleaning up the animals and caring for them, but you know, we didn't really like hike into the middle by ourselves, put up a campsite and see the wildlife. I mean, so even the turtles on the beach and she had some reservations. She's just like, I don't know how much this is really fucking with nature. But at that point you've sort of already, you've committed. So I don't, and and I strongly stress just fucking watch it on animal planet. It's really not worth seeing in person. Uh, So the final thing is we're now at, uh, holy shit, one minute, 20 seconds. (laughs) Or one minute, uh, one hour, 20 minutes. Maybe it will be edited. It might be <laughs> our two part. This is a two part. No way. We're almost there. Um, we went out into the Palo Verde uh, River or something. Palo Verde something. Uh, they took us out on a boat around uh, what is a national park where we saw uh, alligators and capuchins and howler monkeys and iguanas and uh, just a whole bunch of amazing wildlife. Um, we saw, uh, a guan or, uh, uh, I videotaped an alligator, uh, sort of annoyed with us cause we were riding the boat back and forth next to him. And so he sort of whipped around big, big fucking alligator. If you fell in the water, you were fucked. I mean, this is, but the boat was like, and we ended up with a private tour. We got lucky. Um, just fortunate. The boat is like a 16 person boat with these, uh, chairs, dual chairs on each side built in and they're like sort of nice like the ones that sort of cradle your butt like go-kart chairs kind of a thing um but we had free reign of the boat uh so uh, you're not supposed to feed the capuchins uh and the the company that we went with refuses to uh because you know you're messing with nature but we clearly watched other boats other companies giving Feed food to the, yeah to get them on the boats uh so i don't know bittersweet you want the capuchins to come on your boats and they know they're smart enough because they look at our boat and they don't fucking want anything to do with it because they're not getting any food. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's so, that company. Yeah, it's that, it's that boat. It's the red boats or it's the whatever. I mean, they're smart enough to figure it out. So you kind of want the thing to come on the boat so you can play with it, but you also want to respect the wildlife. Got amazing shots. We started to go deeper into the river, and there were ducks who were just trying to drink water, but we kept heading toward them and bothering them. So I have these amazing shots with flocks of ducks that uh, would lift off of the water and just like sweep up in front of our boat and take off in the air. Um, it's just incredible. I mean, na- uh, almost nature channel, animal planet type qualities. Maybe you should really upload cool. that so people can see. I, I have to get to it. I'm busy. I'm working. I'm not saying you weren't. I'm just saying maybe you should. I actually digitized it all. It's in the machine and I cut uh, everything I shot down to 50 minutes at this point and I'm targeting like a fucking 20 minute or 10 minute uh, video as short as I can. I cut... I think our Hawaii vacation was cut into like three minutes. Like the, I cut it to the survivor theme. You saw our whole Hawaii vacation. Um, the hot air balloon ride, which is up on YouTube that we did in New Mexico. That's like stay away from the Egypt. Ones. That, I think that's like eight minutes or something like that. Cause I just put up the whole balloon ride. It's by itself. I figured um, anybody who wants to watch it probably wants to see the whole thing and see what we saw, but it really is just highlights. It's cut to music because we were up there for, uh, like an hour and a half, two hours. So it's only like I don't know, eight minutes or some shit. Anyway, so 
we told our guide uh, Deanna wanted to see macaws. We hadn't seen any macaws, any parrot. I mean, whatever parrots, but no real big macaws. So we were like, well, are there any macaws? And he's like, yeah, I know where a nest is, which was insanely awesome. We're driving the, uh, we're driving the car. It was actually my car. Um, and he's in it with us and he tells us where to stop. We get out, go over to a tree and look up. And I mean, it's three stories, four stories in the air, uh, a macaw, a, a beautiful red scarlet macaw. So that's the red and blue ones. Um, she sticks her head out of the tree and turns her eye and is looking down at us. She's in a hole in the tree um, and is looking down at us and is wondering, like, just interested. Because how do you know that we're here? Yeah. Like, I mean, we're over the road, but nobody ever stops. Because so is just interested in these people who are looking up at her. She climbs out and then she flies over to her mate, uh, which then we realized that he was in the tree with her. Um, and then she, we see, I got video of her crawling back into the hole and then sticking her head back out and looking down. And it was just incredible to see uh, macaws in there. This was true, natural, like their wild habitat and their nesting habitat. Um, so that was a pretty neat experience. And then uh, uh, we Saturday came. It was time for us to come home. The resort turned off our water so we couldn't flush the shit down our toilet and couldn't shower. Uh, and then we boarded our airplane. And you get to, uh, you get to the airport. And you have a departure tax that uh, you get to pay. Everybody gets to pay $28 to leave the country. Um, We only accept MasterCard. You pay them on the MasterCard. And then when you get home and you get your statement, they process it as a cash advance. So you get dinged from your credit card company, not only the $28 and the exchange rate, but a cash advance fee. Nice. So yeah. they, they don't accept anything other than MasterCard. MasterCard is it. That's all it is. Master. I don't even think it was Visa. I, they wouldn't take my American Express, so all right, I have a, I have one of them. It has friends. That's fine. Here's a MasterCard. What if you don't have one? Can you not leave the country? I had that same question. I have no idea. But everybody who's in line is pissed off about this. I don't. I don't have a MasterCard. Uh, I have two visas. You. Yeah. <laughs> do you not own a MasterCard? I don't think I do. Then you would have to find an ATM, cash out a visa, and pay cash. That was the. That's the other option is pay cash. Which had I known I was getting dinged with a cash advance fee, I would have paid cash. Um, cause I had cash, I had American cash, which they would accept. Uh, so, but on the way out, it, it feels like just the last fuck you. We knew Deanna knew and I had heard that there was a departure tax and it was like 28 bucks, but you sort of forget about it. And then you're there and you feel like it's the last raping and you're just like, couldn't this been added to my ticket? Like, why do I have to fucking dick with it here? Couldn't, couldn't this just be an airport surcharge added to my ticket and streamlined? Why do I have to? Mm-hmm. but whatever you pay the 28 bucks the most expensive meal i had all week was in the airport i had a pizza that was about a piece of pizza that was about five inches by five inches it was twelve dollars and fifty cents so per love airports per square inch that was the most expensive meal i probably have had in my entire life uh it was so fucking expensive but was the, it good the no it was okay the guy behind me uh was shocked by the price, but you know, there's no other option. So he takes it. She gives him change. And they, of course you give him American money. They give you change in colonies, which is their money. Cause what the fuck are you going to do with it? Mm-hmm. So he takes it and he throws it in her tip jar. And I'm like, you complained about the price and you tipped him anyway. It's like, what the fuck am I going to do with it? And I was like, that's a good point, but it's still a souvenir. I have one sitting over on the counter over there. It's like, it's still a souvenir. Take it home and give it to a kid. Fuck her. I mean, it's not, I've, 
I feel bad this third world country should probably not make much money, but you're fucking charging me $12 for a pizza. I'm taking that out on you. Fuck you. I'm not yeah, tipping exactly. you. I, I hate eating at any airport. <laughs> oh, it's, terrible. it's ridiculous. They know they have you. Uh, it's one of the reasons I love McDonald's and Burger King and uh, Starbucks and airports. Cause they don't, they do rate The prices are higher, but they don't rape you. You're not paying $12 for a big Mac. I usually just grab a subway sandwich on my way into the airport yeah, and works. take that in. Oh, yeah. Cause I, yeah, the $12 burrito. Um, as so, good as they are. So that's uh, that's Costa Rica. That was my trip in Costa Rica. I that's good. That was only in 15 minutes, I believe, uh, from the, the time you said, 15 minutes. We're at 128. So I was 28 minutes over. So 15 minutes turned into 38. So the highlights of this show are? What are? What are the highlights? Exactly. What are the highlights of this a show? Turtle eggs. You shouldn't. You want to go over the <laughs> don't, highlights? Don't, don't, be a, don't be a tourist. Do Animal Planet instead of the turtle eggs. Uh, Timeshare um, is now called is now fractional called fractional living. living, and they suck. Don't buy them. Um, they're a waste of money. Uh, don't go fly into Monteverde if you go. Cost twenty eight dollars um, to get out of cost Costa Rica. Get out of Costa Rica per person. Uh, they fucking turn off your water, and they don't give you Wi Fi. And lunch and punch. Make sure you get that correctly. <laughs> Uh, what else? What they else get for a $16,000 investment. You can get 60,000 out in, in 30 years. It's incredible. It's an incredible, you should invest, sell everything you have and just buy every share of it left. I mean, it might take, well, it doesn't even take 30 years because, uh, you 16,000 in, uh, what is it? Take eight to, years to get your money back. Yeah. Well, no, no because it's years. every other year. It takes 16 years for you to get your money back. Now there could be some truth to it because essentially what it could be is you're loaning them money that they're paying back over 30 years. So if you go and borrow, like you borrow whatever, $500,000 on a house, by the time you're done paying it over 30 years, it's like $800,000. So it costs more to pay back. So maybe that's the, the VIG. Maybe there's not, or the gig. There's Maybe there's no scam. Maybe you really do get that money back. It just takes 30 years. To now we don't know because you didn't buy in. No, we didn't, but you can fly in and you can buy it. It's like five, uh, what was it, $1,100 a round trip. No, 550 round trip per person. So it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty cheap to get there. Um, Just they screw you everywhere else. (laughs) uh, Food can be cheap, uh, but all the tourist areas, it's not going to be. Um, It's just comparable with what we pay here. Uh, Drinks can be expensive, you know, too, in all of those places. Uh, So Costa Rica, I mean, that's the gist. If you want the highlights, uh, you know, go ahead and feel free to go over the show and make clips of what you think the highlights are and make another show and then post that in the comments and suggestions on iTunes because we read those. Um, Although nobody has posted up to this point, uh, but we do have listeners. I have seen our data usage and people are listening, but they're not talking about us. They're not interested enough to talk about us. So uh, anything else? No, I think that's it. I think I think we've we've listened to Vince's trip. The longest, pretty though. nice shells you got there, though. But you know what? It didn't take three episodes for my trip. Uh, well, I had zombies on mine. I had the Olympics. I had myself cycling the Olympics. I saw I saw an endangered species lay eggs. I saw. Yeah, way to ruin the environment. What did I do to ruin the environment? I was, I, we zip, oh, zip lining is bad. We also learned that. See, um, I'm sure you mine was positive. I had, I had full of positive stuff. And you're probably the reason that she lost had you not gone. So, it, and, and that could be, a, that could be it. So Although you shouldn't go anymore. They do call her jinx. Mm. 
Uh, I'm Vince Roca. I'm Michael Hutchinson. Uh, leave your comments, suggestions, and any of that. Say anything. You know, tell us that you're listening. I have no idea. Or don't don't send. I don't know. Send us an email. Give us a smile. Telegram. Or a frowny face. I don't. Doesn't know if take long. Western Union exists, or if people even know what that is. So send us a telegram. Uh, and uh, yeah, for more on the show, visit getconvinced.com.